There we go. Hello, hello, Sean. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? And welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 18 for 222. Two, two. <laughs> I was trying to huh? say it in a me. funny way, but it didn't work. Well, it's this, it's February 2nd, so it's 2-2, two, two, uh, then 2022. Oh, I got gotcha. you. It's just trying to confuse me. <laughs> yes, that's the, I always want to. Is it really the twenty second? No, it's, it's a, it's a, it's the second day of the second. Oh, the sec. You you really <laughs> confused me. So I thought it was February. Well, that's why I said two, two, twenty two. I mean, technically, I wasn't wrong. But anyways, <laughs> how's it? How's it going, Chris? How's life been treating you? Uh, it's been all right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm still here. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I'm still here. Wanna, I'm still going. You want to update us, or, or are you just going to uh, pass this week in that case? Well, I don't know about pass. Uh, let's see. Chris, the North Star. I Still going good. It's... Oh, yeah. I actually did want to talk about that. So, Kinshiro's not really a vengeful man, as you see in a lot of the episodes. He's issued there to protect, ends up protecting the week. I watched uh, this week, like, three episode, uh, I guess, storyline, where he stalked a man to try to murder him because he murdered an old lady who was looking after a bunch of orphan children. And he told him, he's like, I will not stop until I see you dead. And stalks him through the wasteland, trying to get him back. That's some uh, it level was, of dedication slash creepiness. It was, I think, one of the best little storylines of just watching Kenshiro just slow, like, um, I guess not uh, Nemesis, but more like Mr. X from uh, Resident Evil 2, where he just slowly stalks you. You can see you in the distance, just slowly getting closer. And every time you turn the corner, he's there. And you don't understand how he's doing this. <laughs> right. Like you just don't know where where he is at all, and then he just like pops up randomly, like breaks through a wall. You're like, I'm back. Yes, and it's just a great sequence of him stalking this guy up until this prison where Kinshiro fights a literal giant, like someone who is like three or four stories tall, <laughs> and of course dispatches him easily. But you know that's just Fist of the North Star. But it was it's a great little story that happened there. Uh, and yeah, then just the rest of that got through the Power Ranger, I guess it would be Ninja Storm, Ninja, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know what season I'm on anymore. The uh, Hurricane Rangers or Hurricane Rangers, don't remember that, but the uh, I guess Evil Rangers are kind of now on the good side. I mean, I guess they're no longer actively trying to murder the other three. But they're not exactly on their side anymore. So they haven't lost their cool outfits yet. <laughs> Which might may still happen. What do you mean, like, losing their cool uh, outfits? Like, every, time, every time a person who isn't there from the default joins the good side, whatever cool armor they had before ends up being devalued in, to match the... Uh, color scheme and uh, design scheme of the rangers so like hmm. you had the wolf ranger in the last season I watched who had his cool ass wolf armor 
just become Power Ranger armor. Like, well, now he just looks like one of them. He looks lame now. He was cool before because of that armor. So you're saying hipster power has a lot of power in the Power Ranger universe. Yes. If you want to call it hipster <laughs> yes. power. But like these the two rangers that they're that were kind of quote evil. Um uh, like the uh, uh like it's the other ranger not ranger uh, other ninja faction, their armor was like a a big Hercules beetle and uh oh, I don't remember what the other one was. You know uh Heracross, the Pokemon? Yeah, that's like uh dung beetle, I think. I think. I could be wrong. But something like, like two different types of beetles. So they've got the Our big uh, beetle kind of uh, armaments on their helmets. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. that looks cool. And they have cool shoulder pads. And then usually when they join the good side, their armor changes. So maybe they're trying not to do that to not look lame because they are cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. And of, course you you, of course, you find out that, you know, Somehow the two ninja, warring ninja factions have to make mechs that are one hundred percent completely compatible with each other and will not and at all be fused together in the future, which did happen. Right? So <laughs> it's, it's like it's like they were never meant for each other. Yeah, it's 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 like they. it's like maybe <laughs> maybe they had this not really planned, but like that they were sharing secrets the entire time because they're. Even though they're ninja, they have a computer mainframe in each other's bases, which uh, helped them to create these mechs back in back in the era of like ancient Japan. They knew about mech technology, <laughs> but just couldn't achieve it till now. Don't fuck, I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, they apparently had scrolls that told them how to build these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyone. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anything can make sense in Power Rangers, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, they are fighting <laughs> space ninjas who wants to learn all the all the uh, space ninja uh, arts. So, even though half of them aren't really ninja. <laughs> but yeah. It's going alright and just playing through RE2 on stream. Yeah, I've been watching your morning streams. You're... you're... I'm surprised you're not advertising on your Twitch that you're having like a like a little Resident Evil marathon, kind of like making like a like a not you know a little bit of a big deal out of it. Just like hey, watch me play, do all this Resident Evils in order and all that. When you say that, I'm only doing like half of them, not even half of them technically. Well, where are you stopping? Because you did zero, one, and now you're you're about to finish two. The three, Code Veronica, four. Okay. I'm not yeah, doing that's, that's five cool. and six because those are poop. I'm not doing seven or eight. So I don't care about first-person horror, and I am sure as hell not touching the ones at Starberry and the other games. Berry, uh, I don't. Yeah, uh, Revela Revelations one and two. Oh, or he's in I one have... of them anyway. You know, I have those. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> I yeah, got one, them on sale. One, but in one of them, I don't remember. You play as like Barry's daughter and someone else. And then the other half, not the other half, but I think the same game, but the other storyline is Barry and some little girl. Well, Barry's trying to rescue his daughter. And then I don't know what the other one's about. And then there's some other games and spin-off crap that I don't want to touch. At least not anytime soon. Maybe I'll play them eventually, or when maybe I'll buy the RE series franchise on Steam at some point. 
and then maybe I'll touch all the other games, but I'm just doing all the GameCube games right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, RE2 is a lot shorter yeah, for a single character run than all the other games. But technically, there's two sides to their stories. So if you add that together, it adds up to close to the same amount of time for the other games. Like a yeah. normal Jill run is, I think I did on my first one, what, like nine hours? And I did for like Leon, his A, or I guess it would be, oh, what's her name? Claire? Claire. I averaged, what, three or four hours each uh, per story. So it's about the same time. It's good. I don't know if I like that one more as much as I like uh, RE1. I like the characters right. a little bit more, but I think I like RE1 more, maybe because it's more the classic and a little bit longer, because, man, that last section is super short. <laughs> yeah, just just like anything else in terms of franchises, like show or move, shows, movies, or whatever, games, uh, RE2 was my first resident evil into the franchise so it'll always be my favorite like everyone's biased for their first right so, uh, so i don't know about that <laughs> well not everyone but a lot of people have biases like oh this is the thing that got me to the, that made me enjoy the series in the first place therefore you're going to like it more naturally than the others I, i'm not saying that's the case all the time but that's a, a pretty common occurrence and like oh yeah it is of course if it means if it's a thing that you've attached uh yourself to at a certain age it's usually at least holds uh, some place for you, even if it's not, in the end, your favorite. <laughs> yeah. So Resident Evil 2 was my favorite. As you said, uh, has my favorite characters. I love Leon. I love Claire. Um, yeah. Uh, I just enjoyed the, That's what made me hook on to the series. But anyways, uh, sorry, continue. Oh, just, just more of that. And I listened to someone rant about the uh, Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil movie. Yeah, apparently it's uh, shit. I I haven't seen it. But apparently they try and stuff the first three games into one movie, which is always at a terrible least idea. the first two. I heard. I don't know about three, but yeah, they shove a lot of crap in there, and yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I watched two to see how I bad it is compared to the other movies he did, which were all the other Resident Evil movies because it's the same director. But I don't know. I've heard it's uh, just as bad, or not even as bad as the other ones. Like, maybe the old ones had more campiness to it. I don't know. I'd have to. Mm. I say I have to go watch them, but I don't want to watch anything beyond the second movie. <laughs> don't. I mean, M Mila Jovovich is hot, Chris. Come on. <laughs> I guess in a way, but <laughs> those movies are awful. <laughs> I know the the first the first Resident Evil. I'm like, who the hell is Alice? Like, they they literally made a character for Mila's yeah. role, and, the, and then it had nothing to do with the first game. Well, a little bit, but not not really, not really that much. But the yeah, and then the entire franchise is about her being the coolest thing ever, mm -hmm. <laughs> and being the basically progenitor, not quite uh... of the. T-Virus or the hero of the wasteland is what happens later because the zombie apocalypse in those movie franchises actually spreads throughout the entire world. <laughs> so, and yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, 
it's self-contained they're okay but if they're if you're calling them resident evil i'm sorry <laughs> those are bad movies in that case you know but yeah yeah anything else no that's pretty much it question mark well i finally got my like christmas gift for my brother oh and what what was it oh here we go he got me the blu-ray remaster of project echo i guess it's backwards for you oh. isn't it oh no it's not i have never no it's not well it might be for the stream no oh, stream no, is stream is correct yeah. as well huh um yeah i never heard of it but as long as you enjoy it that's awesome that's i do like it it's all. uh what was this shown on space channel at some point or was this one of the early stuff i've rented on dvd from the uh at what used to be the anime shop in uh where we met up in town yeah um it was probably one of the very not the first but very early instances of me watching an anime where i watched a schoolgirl just being stronger than max and being able to you know that whole cliche of people like jumping across on energy beams or missiles to get to some place yep. really high it's i think yep. the first anime i've ever watched that had that kind of scene and okay, first cool. of all i've seen a schoolgirl like just kick the shit out of alien invaders and not like being stronger than goku at the time <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense <laughs> no one's stronger than goku but yeah it's uh it's a very short kind of animated movie that i enjoy watching <laughs> cool how come it took so long to get the gift i don't know if it was being worked on for remastering and it just came out or what so or my brother just needed to get cash because he knew what he wanted to get me because okay. a bunch of the old anime like i think he tries to get a bunch of them when they get remastered or whatever like he wanted to get the um dirty pair series when when it was on kickstarter but it's like yeah. well i didn't have money then so he's got to wait for the Blu-ray releases and maybe he can afford it. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I didn't back it on Kickstarter because they had already met their goal and I didn't want the extras. I just want the Blu-rays. So I'll wait. As soon as it's out, I'll probably order it as well. Cool. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. I watched that movie and played some games and that was it. Haven't bought Pokemon Arsis yet. I'll wait. In the future, maybe. Okay. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Oh, I'll more likely pick it up at some point. I just don't know when. Me too. I'll, I'll pick it up when I see it on sale. I am not in a rush <laughs> to play that. I still have, like, like, I literally just got my Switch. So it's like, well, not just, but like a month or two ago. So, yeah, I have a lot of games I, I, I think, need to play on that stuff. I think I asked you this. Did you uh, go through the Switch initiation? The Switch cart initiation? Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Did you like the Switch cart? Yes, of course. That's <laughs> the first thing I did when I got my Switch, I I opened up. I'm like, I need to, t I need to. Like you this. need to it know. <laughs> I I I need to. I need. I need to. I I need to lick it, Chris, for science. Yeah. And <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, um... there's no way any child would would think that that was food after exactly. popping that in their mouth. Um... <laughs> It wasn't as bad as I thought. I remember a, I, I had a friend like five years ago who like let let me lick one of her cartridges because she offered. I didn't ask. She offered. And okay, proper consent was given, Chris. Don't worry. Anyways, um, it 
I remember doing a den. I'm like, oh god, this is bad. But when I did my cartridge, I'm like, this this isn't like half even half as bad as I, rem- I remember it being. So I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll try again the, just for shit. I'll try a different game. But we were surprised that they lessened it a little bit based on how many people were doing it out of uh, the curiosity of it can't taste that bad. Yeah, <laughs> but still, I was. I was I was thinking, what the fuck are you talking about initiation or cartridge? I'm like, I don't, but yeah, yeah you're, you're totally right. I, I know what you're talking I mean, about. Yeah, that. everyone has to do it. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, it, I assume even though when you did it again, it's still like enough for you to go, oh, no, that's not food. And he tossed it, you know? So as long as it's still got that effect, that's what's really important. I mean, you can just swallow it in one shot. You can, you can make it food. No, thanks. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's it for me. That, that's what I've been up to, really. So. Okay. Cool. And you, what have you been up to? Uh, Heard some yeah. news, some good news. A lot of news. So we usually do these podcasts on Wednesday, just like tonight. Um, so last Wednesday we did the podcast. That was like my first day off after my contract was done with my job. So the day after that, on Thursday, uh, I I wasn't planning on working at the hiring agency again necessarily, but. They phoned me. They said, oh, we have actually a job in your field, which is HR. I'm like, oh, wow. They're actually, like, they told me I was at the very top of, of the list for the entire agency, pretty much, because the last place I was at, they absolutely loved me to the point that they even offered me a job. But again, it was not really in my field and the pay grade, although I was getting paid good money from the agency. Had I switched over to work for them directly, it would have been a lot lower, lower than um, I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and because again, it's not really a job that requires any education. The last one did, uh, sorry, the last one doesn't. So that's why the pay cut would have happened. But this one is a job in my field, which is HR human resources. And it's also work from home. So I said, yeah, I'm really interested. And they said, oh, great. Cause this is like 4 PM, which is like when the agency is usually closed. So they form, they phone me at like 4 PM on, on the dot. And they're like, yeah, so like I told, we told them a lot about you and, you know, you're literally on the top of our list because you made such a good impression and because of that, you're a low risk, you know, individual for us. So yeah, we're, we're really pushing for you. And yeah, they're wondering if you can do an interview. I'm like, uh, like I'm literally, and I told them, well, I guess, but like, I'm literally doing my laundry and I've, I just put something in the oven right now. So uh, I'm not sure I'm in a good position to do a professional interview. And they're like, oh, don't worry, you know, it will be. It's not going to be that professional. It'll be like, you know, semi-professional. I said, yeah, sure. And they said, well, can you be in like half an hour? Like online, like on, on Teams? I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. So generally, like I do have social anxiety. And generally, you know, like for interviews, like, you know, I'm sweating, I'm shaking a little bit. I, 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 I can hide it fairly well because I've had it my whole life, obviously. But I this one, I felt very calm. Uh, I felt like I nailed every answer. I made a really good impression of myself. I don't. I I feel like I couldn't. I couldn't have done a better job. And then when the interview was done, like half an hour later, I'm like, you know what? That was like one of the best interviews of my life. Like I was just like turned on. Well, okay, you know what I mean. Like I was like on. Like, you know, I was like light light bulb on. Mm, and yeah, uh, sure. I was like just like, like you know, answering questions. Like they they weren't asking me very tough things because the, the, they knew my situation about like you know I'm doing laundry right now, but. Uh, yeah, you know, I still dressed up. I, I still presented myself appropriately. Um, and yeah, at the end of that, I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if I had that job because they told me they're considering another candidate. But um, see, I, I just got my HR degree right when COVID started at, in April 2019. 
So uh, I haven't had any practical experience with it yet, but I did I did go to a very good school for it. So I do have the education at least. And they told me the other candidate, they have experience over me, but their attitude was pretty shit. I'm kind of paraphrasing when they said that. Mm. But uh, yeah, they're looking to hire someone. And again, they knew how good of a job I did with the last placement. So yeah, the next morning, like first thing in the morning, when they opened like 9 a.m., they gave me a call. They're like, yep, they loved you. And you, you, the job is yours if you want it. So I took it. And I started on Monday of this week, actually. So everything, like, it was very rapid pace. So, yeah, today being Wednesday again, uh, third day in the job. And so far, so good. Like, the job is going well. The people are friendly. It's work from home. That's awesome. I've never had a work from home job before. And it's something in my field. And, I, I you know, so far, I'm doing a really good job. I'm, I'm impressing people. I am also, you know, very friendly and i think everyone likes me so that's the feedback i got so far so yeah it, wow it's like i i can't believe all of a sudden my luck is actually improving for once so i'm i'm i feel very blessed right now and yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy about my my job situation for once in my life so yeah i'm uh pretty happy about well, that well that's good <laughs> yeah like it's a big yeah. turnaround from previous weeks Yes, yes, and it's it's everything I wanted. It's something in my field, and it's work from home. I do have to go to the office once in a while. I haven't had to yet, but it's literally only a half hour drive, so it's not that bad. And also, it's 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 only seven and a half hours days. Like I get like an hour lunch, half of which is paid. So I get like, and I can within reason I can choose where where my lunch is. So yeah, like today I just. You know, last couple of days, I actually just like cooked something in the oven because I had the whole hour. You know, I had the time to do like chicken burgers or other stuff like that. But like today, I just said, you know what? Let's uh, in Ontario at least, like uh, restaurants or dining was actually recently opened up at the start of the week. I'm like, you know what? Let me just go across the food court, grab some food, and yeah, I had the freedom to like do a little walk outside during my lunch. Had some had some good food. So yeah. Um, it's 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 been really good um the only bad thing about this obviously is like i'm not going to really be interacting with people in person i'm going to be like pretty much by myself so because i live by myself i just have my cat here with me so mm. yeah i'm gonna have to I, i'm gonna try and do some social things to kind of compensate for that i'm gonna see if uh i i i made a friend at my last position or placement i should say um and he I think he does Taekwondo. I think it was Taekwondo. It was, it was a martial arts. I think it was Taekwondo. He's a brown belt. He, he teaches classes. So, yeah, I'm probably going to start doing that. I'm going to probably suck at it, but at least I'll get out of the house. I'll interact, and I'll do something that, again, Chris, I've always wanted to do ever since I was a kid watching Power Rangers. I'm like, I want to do martial arts. So I guess it's never too late in life to kind of learn a little bit of it, about it, right? So, no, yeah. At that's the very least, you'll get out there and be a little bit active and social. So. Yeah, because now now that I'm working from home, obviously my entertainment and my uh, work is doubling up in terms of like what I'm using it for. So like this computer I'm talking to you from right now is also my work computer. This chair is my streaming chair and my work chair. I know I I, I need to get it replaced. My my cat's been having at it for a little bit too much. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to. I already looked into this. I'm gonna have to invest into a desk, a bigger and better one. Uh, this one's like like. 15 years old at this point so it needs to go and i need a better chair i i've had people tell me that if you're going to 
a chair is the one thing, especially if you're working from home, that you should splurge on. You should not hold back because, you know, proper ergonomics and posture and all that, right? Like you need to take care of yourself. And again, it kind of, it kind of doubles as as my entertainment stuff, right? Like mm. I'm just, I'm sitting in this chair like most of the day that I'm not sleeping. So, uh, well, that, that I'm in my house, I mean. So, yeah, I need to kind of get on the ball on those two things. Um, today, actually, I, I, uh, inquired. So I I live in something like, I I live in a, it's called a junior one bedroom. It's just, it, all that means is like it's a little smaller than usual, but. Um, I, I inquired today about like a regular one bedroom that they have in, the, in my same building. It's only like four floors up for me and it only costs $200 more a month. So I'm going to do my application tonight probably and hand it in tomorrow during my lunch when they're open. And yeah, uh, if all goes well, hopefully I'll have the place because there's no reason for them to not accept me. I've been living in here for three years. So they know I'm a good tenant, but there were, there was a new, person interested in it as well so if they if they want it, it's probably theirs at this point mm. but if they didn't want it then I, I can probably get it so i'm hoping i can get it but then yeah I'll, I'll have a lot more space i was planning on in this apartment to kind of rearrange everything actually i was going to try and do that this weekend because i'm not a big situation or i'm not a big fan of the situation here because in the mornings like i don't have to worry about streaming anymore in the mornings but i i, I know you can't see it here and like for those who are just listening to this like just yeah, like they, they don't like, don't worry about. It. I'm just like kind of showing Chris where it is. Like I I think I showed you though, Chris. Like I have two curtains here, mm. but the curtains are like the the fold down ones from my balcony. But like there's two of them, so there's there's space in the middle, and that space in the middle like literally shines like at nine a.m. in the morning or eight whenever I start, a light right on my face, because of of where the sun is. So it's really hard for me to like see because I have to like you know go backwards or forwards like this. And then it's also I can't be doing interviews with someone because I'm actually a recruiter, so it looked like pretty unprofessional. It's like half of my face is like half like really light and then dark. Like you know what I'm talking mm. about, right? So, yeah, I, I need yeah. to like get that situated. So I probably have to move the desk somewhere. But then like in this corner of my room of the room is like where the where the cable is for the internet. So it's like I'd have to like rearrange everything. So, yeah, I'm kind of like not panicking, but like really having to do something different but not sure what i should do with my furniture because you know we all have our natural strengths and weaknesses in our life and interior decoration is definitely definitely a natural weakness of mine i don't enjoy it and i suck at it so yeah i'm gonna i'm, I'm probably just gonna clean up my apartments i'm just gonna do a deep clean now probably from my discord because yeah well you know i i do stream so i'm gonna post this in the sub only chat for my so only subs can see I'm going to probably just like do like a little house tour and try and get some some suggestions about you know some furniture and like where I should be moving things cuz like I really do need help in that field. I really suck at interior design. I don't even want to want to call it decoration but, like you know like where should this furniture go? I'm like there's space here, put it there, but you know that's not necessarily the best solution. I'm sure there's a smarter way of doing things. It's just I hate it and <laughs> I suck at it. So it those two things never make it fun, obviously. So, uh, what else? Um, haven't been playing that many games. Um, yeah, uh, I just been working on my stream a lot. So, at least today after work, up until pretty much the start of this podcast, Chris. So let's say about four hours. I uh, I just been working on my stream the whole time because I do plan on 
improving the stream. I definitely need some upgrades. I've been kind of slacking on that. Um, I need to be streaming more often. I've also been slacking on that. So, but one thing at a time, I'm going to worry about my apartment situation first, so then I'm going to be worried about the stream. But yeah, um, big things are going to be in store for my stream. A uh, little, little hint is, well, not hint, a little kind of preview is I did hit a milestone of followers on my channel. So I think, I think what I'll do is kind of like, you know, those flavor packets that they had for the uh, craft dinner, Chris, like the ghost pepper and all that. Mm, so yeah, I, I know still have like, them. God, I, I tried the ghost pepper one and uh, like, I, I, I personally like spice, but my body doesn't. I suffer during and afterwards for a long time if I eat too spicy food. And that was super spicy. Like I, t I take two forks full. I'm like, I'm done. Like, like my mouth, like my, I'm red. I got like tears coming down. Like my body does not handle spice very well. And that's what my doctor said too. So it's not just me. Like, like I know, like it doesn't like physically handle very well. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like a cooking stream, but then we'll do like, like a, like an eating stream. And maybe I'll be like, Hey, you want to like make me eat another fork full of craft dinner, even though like tears are running, running down my face. Okay. Like redeem like a thousand of my channel points or like a hundred bits or something like that. You know, I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It's, it's kind of like a, like a fun You're little torture to stream. Monetize your pain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I, channel points is just like a loyalty thing. Too, I know. Right? So I, I will accept channel points as well, but the bits is like definitely a shortcut, you know? So, or maybe like you, you, you give a gift sub, I'll take like five forkfuls, even though two is enough to end me at my life right now. So yeah. yeah, I'm thinking maybe I do something like that, a little something fun, something kind of out of the box. Once I clean up a little bit and I'm a little more comfortable showing my kitchen. Um, yeah. What else? Um, I know there's, Oh, so well, I ordered this and you guys, those who are listening can't see, but I'm, I'm wanting to look at Chris's reaction because I haven't shown him yet, but I'm showing him right now. Okay, you don't seem very impressed, Chris, but that's okay. It, this is this is actually like a real ocarina, but it's modeled at, like it's painted and designed after the Ocarina of Time from Legend of Zelda. So I need to learn more tunes. Like I already know a little bit of Zelda's lullaby, I think. Like, let's see. It's <laughs> so I you heard that right? A few of the notes. Discord's yeah, cutting so, out a lot of that. Oh, okay. Well, let me let me do a little. Okay, I'll, I'll do a little closer. It should it should work? I think fine. if you do it closer, it's gonna cut out even more. Oh cause... really? Okay. Yeah, you can't even hear it. Yeah, now. no. Like, here. but if you go if you go too close, it's gonna start cutting out because of volume. <laughs> I see. Well. I know it's trying to auto balance the volume. I'll just try and hold the note a little longer. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it, you're yeah. right. I, I it can't pick it up for some reason. There's that's certain insane. notes it, it's not going to pick up because Discord doesn't like them. Yeah, Louder. I'm blowing it. Blow harder. <laughs> I, was, I was, Captain, I'm blowing it as hard as I can. <laughs> I can't, she can't blow no more, Captain. Yeah, uh, Discord is not a good thing for that because it's cutting out specific yeah. notes in that so that it you don't... It sucks. I can't do a demonstrate. Like, it works on OBS. Why doesn't it work on Discord? Son of a bitch. Anyways, oh, because it's, it's a little different. OBS is meant to broadcast anything coming through your mic, 
whereas Discord is trying to not damage people's eardrums. That's so true. it is actively <laughs> taking out specific notes that it thinks that it thinks is background noise and mm-hmm. getting rid of them. Also, if you talk too loud, it'll try to cap your volume at a specific vol- uh, specific level, I believe, as well. Okay. So as not to injure people. That's right. basically one of two. It's doing one of two or both things at the same time. So it's cutting out a lot of that noise. But I will so... believe you that you've been practicing the ocarina. <laughs> Trust me, it was very beautiful until you couldn't hear it. Yeah, I wasn't uh, <laughs> sure if that was one you bought or if you got that off of, uh, is it Eris? No. No, yeah, yeah, Eris. Eris. But no, this is one I just got off of Amazon. Like, it's literally, it's literally the Ocarina of Time. Like, like. Except I don't. Even, like, the little, little Triforce yeah, symbol. Yeah, you can there. see a little silver, or at least it looks silver to me, Triforce symbol, yeah. So, well, it's, it is gold, but the camera isn't picking yeah. it up. But yeah. Um, so I plan on making that like a channel point redeem. And then I'm also going to have like, oh, you're a follower. Let me yeah. play you this song. Yeah, you know? play some other other songs as well that isn't uh, Zelda. Like what? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one in mind. Just just, okay. uh, just random, <laughs> random songs like the Dragon Ball theme or uh, Power Rangers. You gotta learn Power Rangers well, theme on that. I'm gonna make it a priority to finish learning Zelda's Lullaby, and then we're gonna be also learning Song of Time and also uh, Song of Storms. So those are the three I'm I'm gonna be learning. You can do like stream. Zelda playthrough, and every time you play one of those songs, you gotta play the Ocarina. Yes, that would be amazing if there was some sort of functionality on Twitch. It's like whenever you whenever like OBS recognizes that you do those like six notes like you know on, on the game you do oh six notes yeah if it, to you recognize... know, you know, that would be amazing this is a million dollar idea chris we 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 need to quit, quit you know quit the podcast now right now for tonight we, we can't let people know about this brilliant idea too late some damn people it. will know about it but damn it uh i meant more so that you do the input in the game and then you use the other end of the plate but if there was a way for you for your computer to recognize you playing that and then the I assume emulator will recognize that as inputs. That would be cool. But... I I would try not to use on an emulator. I would try to use Switch or original hardware. Then, Although original hardware is out of the question right now. Then you would have to, if that was even an option, you'd have to mod your systems. Yeah. Um, Which also, <laughs> I don't think it's a good I'm... a good thing. I don't know if you want to yeah. hardware mod your uh, Switch. <laughs> At least no, not I yet. Not. It's too new. <laughs> Well, Switch, I can just use my own. Or software, well, software mod. Yes, but let's say if you were to do to do that, like uh, the the idea you were thinking, where you play the Ocarina to activate songs, how would your Switch know it's going? It's happening. That's true. Okay, I I, I thought you were talking about in general. I didn't think you were talking about. Yeah, that's why I'm saying yeah, yeah. emulation would be the best because it works with your PC, and then your PC right. could tell the notes what it's doing. But right. I probably wouldn't run it on an emulator for that reason. I would just more value the fact that I'm playing it on, not maybe not original hardware, but like hardware that's supposed to be played on. Yeah, do then you'd have to do it the other way, (laughs) or you play the song in the game, then you'd have to play the song in real life. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about this. (laughs) This is uh, so I want to shout out for the Ocarina two people because now I'm part of the Ocarina group. Um, So first of all, Maynard. Who's, who's a mod and a, a very good friend of mine, he got a 3D printer, and one of the first things he'd printed was an ocarina. Oh, it was and then he posted, 
Uh, yeah, he posted a video on on my Discord um, about him playing it, and then and then Mandy, shout out to Mandy as well, got inspired by it, and then I got inspired by both of them. I'm like, I'm I don't have a 3D printer. Well, Mandy didn't have one either, but she had one previously. I'm like, I don't have a 3D printer like Maynard, but I want one. So I ordered on. This is actually a lot cheaper than I thought. It was like maybe like 20 bucks. Hmm. And this is actually really like it's it's legit a real ocarina and it's legit painted just like this, maybe like this part like that shows the Triforce isn't like on the game, but aside from that, it's like the right color blue, and yeah, it works just fine. It it works, it it's just a real ocarina, so I'm pretty happy with it. Um, anyways, that's anyways. enough gushing about yeah. that freaking ocarina. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Um, so I did watch Eternals on Disney Plus. Thank God I didn't see it in, in theaters. The first half was so slow. I can see why Eternals wasn't a good. Uh, it didn't really rank that high. So I don't want to say any spoilers, but it wasn't very happy. Like the ending was okay. It got it got very okayish towards the middle end. But the the oh god, it took me like three or four nights just like to watch the first hour of that movie just because it was so boring. It was so boring, and I kept like <laughs> pausing every five minutes. And then, like, sometimes I didn't even come back that night. I had to, like, come back the next was night. Was it because they needed to do the origin story or kind of expect you to know who these people were? No. Or... There's way too many of them. There's, like, nine of them or something like that. So maybe ten. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's just it, – it didn't really feel like a Marvel movie at all. Mm. Maybe they're trying you know? something with those new guys to maybe change up the formula because there's definitely a formula there for – the Disney Marvel movies, and maybe they thought some people were getting bored of it, so they changed it up, you know, or different writer or whatever, right? So, mm -hmm. hmm. Um, I think that's it. That's kind of all my big news. So it's been a really good week for me, really huge week, and yeah, I'm very, I'm very thankful things are starting to fall in place in my life finally, where I want them to be at my age. So, and, and I, I know people, you know always say rightfully so don't worry about like things falling and like, like you don't have to get like you know a house by age 30 or married by age 40 or something you know you don't have to worry about that stuff stuff will just happen to you but i don't know like like ever since i was a kid i had certain expectations for myself so it's kind of hard to get over that you know i just kind of hold myself to a high standard so hmm. yeah um pretty happy with that what else i think that's it though um oh and i'm thinking about switching over to stream elements instead of streamlabs because streamlabs or, or specifically streamlabs obs slobs is easier to, to work with but it's a lot more resource heavy on your system and stream elements is very top user so if you know what you're doing you can do more on stream elements and that seems to be the common um so that's what i think but that also seems to be the very common opinion mm. I think we discussed this before, Chris, but yeah, I think you we kind of felt probably the same have. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Like stream elements um, seem like a less complicated version of, or yeah, less complicated version of XSplit. <laughs> yeah. So um, a, a major det determining factor in that for me is my Elgato. As as I said on a few streams ago, it's still it's still the same case. I cannot use it on 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 my OBS, but on stream elements, it's fine. So it's. It's. I don't think it's necessarily an OBS thing. I think it's just my specific computer with OBS does not like Elgato That's because more likely because I haven't had any issues with mine. Yeah, I think you've got the upgrade to mine. So exactly, exactly. So mine should 
work better, honestly. And you think, <laughs> yeah. So like, like obviously it works with OBS. It just doesn't work for my OBS on my specific computer, which is really, and I like, just in case any, anyone's wondering, it does actually work, but just like clockwork after two minutes, it'll like, it'll, it'll break. It'll just like pause and it won't, I'd have to like, I'd have to re add it and it'll work for another two minutes. And, and it's a, just a cycle of that every two minutes. That's a great it, way it, to troubleshoot, turn it on and it waits two minutes. No, it didn't work. Restart. Well, <laughs> turn it, it back on, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. your troubleshooting is a two minute wait to see if it still continues to work. Pretty much. So <laughs> before you can reset and change something. And no one knows why. And I, I don't know why either. It's a very strange issue. So, um, I, I have a new computer in the works. It's not, it's not set up yet, but I'm not too far away from having a new tower altogether and more, very more powerful one. It will be the most powerful PC I've had in my life. Um, so yeah, it'll be, I, I think, more powerful than my PC. Um, I can I can link you the 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 specs after, and you can you can tell us next stream if that's true. But I have no idea. Maybe it would be. Maybe it's not. Can't say honestly. Um, depends on when you built your PC, Chris. I'm not so sure. Well, I've got a at least for video cards, it's a 2070. See, for me, I'm actually really bad for when it comes to hardware. And like, I know how to install it. I just don't know like what that means. 2070. Well, if you want it share, what are you throwing in yours? Um, I'd have to check. Uh, oh, you don't have a. Actually, I thought you had told me it was like a something Titan. It was, but it wasn't working, so we had to get a new one. Oh. I actually have a video card here. So this one is a downgrade from what I was going to use, but this is a GeForce or GeForce GeForce GTX 1060. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that was. The one I okay, so it will be lesser. That's about what my old PC was on. I think mine was ten sixty or ten eighty. I had in previously yeah. before I built this. My, the last one was a three thousand something, but that unfortunately got damaged in shipping. Oh no! That's that's a real. I know, right? That's a real heartbreaker. That's a real heartbreaker. But you know what? That's fine. It should happens. Yeah. And there's nothing you can. Do about it that. didn't. It didn't. It didn't cost me anything, so I. I. You know. I'm not out. Still anything. lucky. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for was... you, when you get built, it is an upgrade from, because you've just got your lappy, right? Yeah. So. Unfortunately, um, I got this television back here. I don't know where I'm gonna even put it. I'm gonna. It's staying in the box for now because I don't have a TV stand, anyways. Well, you'll get cat. one eventually when things are more yeah. organized so or decided for you so. i got this i got this on boxing uh, day this other boxing oh, no. day yeah was it boxing yeah it was boxing day i think it was boxing day which is basically black friday number two in canada for us here it actually existed before black friday so yeah it's basically another black friday for us canadians uh for those who are wondering but, and um, slowly has been taken over by black friday because boxing day much. is no longer as good at deals anymore yeah, well, you know, that's that's a globalization for you, right? Because Black Friday, the, the deals are just so much better. And yeah, it's just like, you know, um, that, <laughs> online retailers took took note of that and adapted and set in that in such a way that like now Black Friday is just as prevalent in Canada, if not more so than, than Boxing Day. Yep, but, but anyway. <laughs> um, I think 
I know I keep saying this, but I think I think we're good now for me. I I did I did warn Chris that I'm probably going to talk a lot about about my stuff mm. this week because all the big news and yeah. Um, you did. <laughs> you're good. I guess we can switch over to the gaming section if you'd like. Yeah, I'm good. Done. I got uh, not much else on my end, so. Okay, so we got a lot of. Well, not not a lot of stories in general, but we got a lot of stories this week that have that we've referenced in the past. They're like kind of like continuations of uh, yeah, what we've already mentioned and lots of stories. You know, uh, there's a lot of stories I didn't put up on the docket because a lot of them were the same stuff we've heard over and over again that had to do with uh, NFTs. Like, uh, I guess we'll start there if you don't mind. Yeah, with that older news. Sure. So, like, yeah. You know, one I passed up was uh, the Team 17. Team 17. The guys who do worms, they apparently came out and said, we're doing NFTs. And then two days later, after the backlash, said, we're no longer doing NFTs. (laughs) And apparently there's this big, uh, is it Blockverse? Something like that? A Minecraft skin NFT scam that went up. And then they ran off like over a million dollars of a fucking million dollars or a million sold so yeah they, they they took off in in the night and they claimed oh no no we're definitely not running off we're still here you know after this fucking scam some youtuber who's known for scams scammed a bunch of people with nfts for like over half a million dollars oh my god that's yep, crazy it just tons of tons of scams crypto bros scamming each other over this trash I didn't really want to talk about a lot of that because it just, that's all. There was like three or four news stories, I think, over the last two weeks about that. I did leave two up that I kind of want to mention. If I could, I don't know why that's up there. Um, Where's the one? One specifically I want to bring up. Oh, yes, Konami's NFTs. We I brought this up before. Like Konami was going to celebrate Castlevania. Uh, its birth was it 20th, 25th anniversary, whatever it was, uh, with Castlevania NFTs. And they sold about 14 of them. Apparently, the auction, one of the auctions had already happened. I didn't know it was happening so soon. But sold 14 NFTs. Uh, I think the average would have been a roughly $11,000 in NFT. The most expensive one was twenty wow. about $26,000. For a digital map Jeez. of Castlevania, or dude, or, that doesn't make sense. A digital map of Dracula's castle from the original Castlevania, I believe, is what that one was. How do so many people who have money, like, like how, like how are they that stupid? Like, how do you have that much money? How are you that stupid to buy this stuff? Like, quick, oh get man. quick, get rich quick scheme. It's a, it's like a pyramid scheme, and they want to be at the top of it. And whatever other Terrible. stuff. But anyway, I didn't really want to... It's not really much about the money. Cause I think a lot of people realize, if, if you didn't know already, that some people just dump lots of money into NFTs. Mm-hmm. Like, whether buying one or multiple to try and hope this will pay back in the end. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention was, specifically with this Konami one, I had said that, hey... At least they're being honest, Konami, and saying that the NFTs, they're not guaranteed they will increase in value. You know, they also don't guarantee a couple other things with this. (laughs) 
they don't guarantee that in the future you'll be able to access your nft <laughs> so you, you can't you can't even use the thing you bought so i think this is a direct quote but th this is like in their like agreement thing but it's like konami will not be responsible for uh granting the use of the nft and purchaser benefits of the nft and will not provide any guarantee for the nft itself no nft for the nft what well the basically fuck? they're the saying fuck is that mean? basically they're saying that they are not going to guarantee that if you purchase this NFT, it will be available in the future. We don't guarantee that if we upgrade our systems or put deal, put have dealings with other companies for these NFTs to be bought and sold, that we don't guarantee that we will transfer these NFTs over to that service. So, like, huh. you could spend all this money, and next month they could just shut it down and go, "Nope, you have no access to your NFT anymore, at all." Because it's located on a digital server on their end. All you have is a link to this thing. You, 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 like with a lot of NFTs, you are purchasing a digital receipt for what could be thousands of dollars, like hap what happened here. And just next week, they could just pull the plug. Like they don't guarantee an amount of time you have access to your digital picture. So that's like hanging a picture in your room and then after an X amount of time, someone just like walks in, opens it up, takes the picture out and leaves you the frame <laughs> and just goes, and see you. And there's nothing you can yeah, do about it. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be like if the artist who did, who drew this or if the uh, ladies who signed my uh, posters here walk up and says, well, this is mine now. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you paid for, for my... Uh, for my signature, but you only had a limited time with it. That's what it would feel like. That's and I'd be funny. very sad if Wendy, the voice actress for, you know, Bulbot came by and did that. Just to steal my picture. <laughs> I thought you would like having her. Yes, but it, it, it wouldn't be nice because <laughs> it would be more likely accompanied by lawyers and other things so that she could legally take it from me. <laughs> but yeah, it's these are things that were that was like written in the agreement thing of people who were you know agreeing to buying nfts and that on the konami whatever whoever it is that konami went through with this like that is that's really garbage i wonder how you know it's going to be said you know that how many of these are going to be gone because some bullshit like this is written into other ones like that they could just, you know, uh, in a year from now, you can't access these at all. <laughs> it's so awful. Oh, did you hear that? Apparently, Android Wilson um, is kind of backpedaling on NFTs, but not officially. He did not. No. Yeah, it was like some small news story that apparently he was saying some meeting that he's not 100% on board with NFTs or something like that. But yet, EA has said in the past, NFTs are the future of gaming, and we will dive headfirst into this. Not as quickly as Ubisoft and Square, but we will look into it. And I don't doubt that they are still going to put these into FIFA and NFL. So, or Madden. Are they going to keep it the Madden name? Probably. Anyway, they're... 
I, I, I seriously doubt that Android Wilson means that if it means he can make money off of it, but you know, just a little add on to that. And just just for those viewers who don't know who Android Wilson is, Chris, it's Andrew Wilson. He's the what CEO of EA, I believe, if I'm correct. <laughs> but yes, yeah, sorry, I just thought I'd, I I kind of clarify that in case someone didn't get. Yeah, it, message, uh, I'm sure I'm sure there would be people. I'm sure there would because I'm not gonna call him Andrew Wilson if I can help it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's. There's that. There's also another NFT story that we that stirred up a lot of ire. Now this guy's not. Uh, how do you say? He's not unused to having uh, tweets uh, being taken the wrong way or having ire about stupid things he has done or said. <laughs> we are talking about voice actor uh, Troy Baker, who's in half the video games he plays, by the way. Yes, he does a ton of voice voice acting, whether it's the main characters or tons of the lesser characters in games. Like, and he has a big yeah. resume. Yes, <laughs> I'm joking, but no, that's actually the truth. Like, pretty much. Like, yeah. Maybe not like exactly fifty percent, but damn near close to it. But yeah, so we kind of covered, as you said, the story a little bit last week, I well, believe, Chris. And that... No, we did not. Um, for Tro Troy Baker, because like we said that uh, he supported. Oh, did we not? Cover no, okay. we didn't get to this last week at all. Ah, okay. So yeah, so last week's that's my bad. Last week, he basically last week or the week a, before, I don't remember yeah, he, exactly. He, he made a comment on Twitter, basically saying that uh, he thought N NFTs was a good idea and all that. And yeah, the backlash was real to say that. Yeah, it was real. Um, he was going so, to partner with voice first nft a yes uh, um other voice actors also called him out in addition to a lot of fans for not having done his research and just like you know siding with you know maybe i don't know i'm just making it up like his best friend who's like a ceo who thought nfts were a good thing and he kind of convinced troy but yeah so it's he he made a tweet and i'll just read it here it's mm. not very long thank you all for your feedback and patience after careful consideration I decided to not continue the partnership with Voice First NFT. Intentions aside, I've heard you and apologize for accusing anyone of "quote unquote" hating, just by simply disagreeing with me. So, it seems like he had a massive shitstorm on him, and rightfully so. Mm. And yeah, he's trying to backpedal a lot of it now. Whether or not he means it, whatever. I mean, we don't know as a matter of fact, but you know. At least, at least, he is backpedaling it. So he, yeah. he is kind of like withdrawing his support. That, like, like I'm not trying to give him a free pass necessarily. That's up to you guys and your own opinion. But at least it's one less voice for NFTs, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh. So if you don't know what voice first NFT is or was, I think it's still going on. It's a place where you can buy NFT voice clips. And you can use those voice clips for whatever you want because you own them. At least uh, use them for whatever you want as long as you own the rights to the NFT. The thing is, you can already purchase voice clips from voice actors. You can just go onto something yeah. like uh, Cameo and yeah. hire them to do voice clips for you, which you will own and do what you want with because I believe that's part of the agreement. 
So we could have Troy Baker, whenever he's available, he's here and there on that website because busy, right? Um, but he, if he's ever available, you can ask him to do a shout out on our for our podcast. We could pay him to yep. do that. You could Honestly, pay him to maybe to do some small voice lines if you want to do it for part of a video game, like we'll say a small project, but you can't afford to go through the voice actors guild because it's a tiny little, like we'll say two line bit, right? You could probably ask him to do that over Cameo, right? But stuff like that. There's other avenues you could go. There's no reason to do this through a goddamn NFT. There's other ways to go through it. <laughs> like We should... We, we we should have we should discuss who we want to do this, but yeah, we should probably have that for our podcast, Chris. Maybe just have a like welcome, Gilbert to... Gottfried. <laughs> I mean, he is. I he love is available. He is. Well, as I said, we'll discuss it. <laughs> Although I don't know how much he costs, but <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like you can also go to Fiverr and have like a commercial use for someone. Doing a voiceover, for example, for your car commercial. This yeah. is a thing that exists, and it's not an NFT. Yeah, so and there's other. Those, yeah, there's other ways strange. to go about doing that. There's no reason to attach it to an NFT. It really does feel like the Troy Baker either didn't look into the um, what NFTs were enough, or he just saw another avenue to put his voice work to, to yeah. make a little bit more cash, for good or bad, right? And it it almost does seem like that he didn't understand fully the repercussions of it, or maybe he did, but he's just now backpedaling a lot and getting away from there because of the huge backlash. We don't yeah, know his, we don't know fully. We just know his suite. So either way, he that's one less voice, and that's a good thing. I'm so. yes, I'm glad that's one less person backing out of that because apparently a lot of people are into NFTs, but a lot of people are trying to get out or backpedaling out of it after seeing this. Oh, uh, you know, I wish that Ubisoft would backpedal out of this. You hear their bullshit? So th this was a while ago. They, th You're going to have to be a lot more yeah, specific. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to be more specific. <laughs> I didn't put this up because it's, it's EA and I not EA. It's Ubisoft. I believe we may have mentioned this briefly, but EA had talked about, you know, them doing NFTs. Now, and they released a statement saying, you know, like this is an ongoing statement of them going, you know what? We're going to continue with NFTs. Gamers, they don't know what they're talking about, about NFTs and their bullshit. And they're like, no, we know exactly what we're talking about. Fuck off, Ubisoft. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's really, really bad what they keep trying to like sideline and call, you know, the users stupid for not knowing what an NFT is when pretty sure we know what nfts are and how bad they are for the yeah. environment and gaming space even even remember when we first talked about nfts on the podcast for a couple of weeks i'm like you know what i'm still not sure what they are but now obviously you know with enough time i've kind of even i've gotten a grasp of what nfts yeah are, you so. may not know 100 percent, you know what goes into making it and yada yada but you've heard enough and probably read enough about it that you're like no i don't think these are good things and this does i've said a lot of times other ways you could do this stuff <laughs> you could sell digital assets without it being attached to something that's destroying the environment yep. <laughs> you know uh but yeah 
whatever. <laughs> it's it's out there. It's the way it is. I hope it ends. And, you know, as much as I've said I like, I think the technology is cool. I don't think it should be used this way. There's other ways to achieve this thing, or hopefully other ways to do it without destroying the environment. <laughs> it's basically a new toy, just like loot boxes were, and everyone wants to. <gasps> oh, I forgot it. about that too. Thanks for reminding me. Do you know that loot box loot box NFTs are a thing? What? How? How can you have a loot box that's an, that makes no because sense? Because it's an it's a loot box that you open up and you get a random NFT. Oh, guess guess okay. which company is making them? Uh, how many guesses do I get? We'll give you two. Okay, uh, EA. It's not EA. Wow. Uh, I well, I want to say Ubisoft, but I, maybe not. Uh, it's probably one that you won't expect, but oh, okay. Uh, loot box for NFT. But it is still, uh, or no. is, or was used to be a big company in gaming no. space. Okay. Uh, used, oh, Konami. Nope, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was Konami. You were getting close. Older than that, um, it is the populated corpse of Atari. Oh, wow. Atari of all companies. Yeah. yeah. I would not have Atari's still sliming around somewhere. Yeah. This doesn't surprise me too much because Atari has been putting their name on as much crap as they can just to try and stay relevant but not actually you know make any new games or you know remaster and remake their old games no just because they've done like I think a hotel thing recently they tried to I believe they made their own cryptocurrency thing that had something to do with the hotel obviously it's trying to do something with uh, what do you call it Plug and play video game systems, like uh, oh, they made some what was it? Some stupid hat, speaker hats with Atari's name on it. I think, yeah, they've been like, and and not to mention, you know, not forget that like Atari isn't the same Atari's back then. I think it's like, I could be wrong. Two or three companies now. It's been split up multiple times, bought and sold multiple times. I don't even know who owns them anymore. <laughs> like. It is truly a corpse just being populated around but on strings, just to dance and prod in front of the uh, the boomers saying, Hey, you remember Atari, right, kids? Who are now 80 years old? Why don't you buy some Atari stock? <laughs> the Atari, it's, it, they're survived by their name only. Like that's Basically, yeah, that's it. It's the name. Hey, you remember Atari, right? And anyone who's older than me goes, what's Atari? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... So, yeah, it's, I almost forgot about that too, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's terrible what's happened to them. But I think that's with, done with that, unless if you had something to add on to. No, I'm, I'm completely done with that. All right. So, what do you have for us? So, again, this is kind of the, the theme of this week is basically we're kind of referencing stories that we've already referenced in the past. Um, so remember that guy who got hit by like what was it, Chris? Help me out here. Like how how many uh, copyright uh, over a hundred and fifty copyright strikes? That would be yeah. the YouTube channel uh, total not mark. Exactly. So he had, as we kind of covered last, not last week, but the weeks prior. Um, yeah, he he's partnered with Toy before, like professionally, and he got paid for it. But 
when he started, I'm not sure exactly what sparked it, but when he started criticizing either Toy a little bit or a show he liked that, that they made, uh, Toy just was done with them. And then they just kind of went mad on his channel, pretty much trying to revenge, shut it down for some childish reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, he was in trouble, but apparently he got... Well, he still exists, so you know he obviously he managed to get them overturned because that many like I think three and you're out. So if you're getting 150, obviously, you know that 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 that's big news bears for your channel. Yeah, if they're uh, uh, if they're actually taken down, well, removed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but everything he's doing is fair use. Mm-hmm. I, I think we talked about this last time. It's fair use in the U.S., but Japan not necessarily so. No, but, his copyright law is a little different. And yeah more in favor of well i don't think they've updated it and it's definitely in favor of the rights holder and almost no leniency for anyone else like for if you want to make content <laughs> so yeah i think i'll let you pick uh take over the story here because because i because i know you probably covered it a little bit more than i did this week and then also you, you are more of an anime guy a yeah bit, i but... I didn't so. watch his video yet. I seen it pop up like I think the day it came out. I think it was on my YouTube channel or not YouTube, um, my feed. I just didn't get around to watching it, but did read the news article. I'll have to watch his half his story or his video later. But apparently there was some other BS that was going on even before the copyright strikes. So Toy Animation had reached out to to YouTube and were trying to get all 150 videos. 100% deleted from his channel, which would mean his channel would be shut down immediately because they didn't like what's going on. And That's YouTube terrible. said, no, this is under fair use, in which I believe he kind of copied. Uh, then that's when, um, you know, they did the copyright strikes. And then, uh, you know, the YouTuber was trying to fight back on this. Uh, and like this is some some of this information was coming from a his YouTube source, like the guy who's working at YouTube. And then, you know, it seemed like that Toya had just picked 85 random videos from the 150 and said, no, 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 we absolutely don't like these. But there seemed to be like no, no, uh, what do you call it? Co- cohesity? Or... Yes. It, it, nothing about it made sense as to which videos they were picking and choosing. Like, you know, normally you'd see a common thread, you know, maybe they were using too much in, uh, images or a video clip that's too long, you know, we'll say over the whatever. But I don't think he's ever done anything that's broken the uh, fair use law, at least here. So anyway, we go through all that. Um, and then they've been battling it out, trying to get this worked out between Toei Japan and uh, YouTube outside of Japan. And so they've come to some type of, I guess, agreement, conclusion. YouTube has decided to do what it does for other content. So if you've ever tried to watch some kind of broadcast from another country on YouTube, we'll say like a news segment from the United States and you wanted to watch it in Canada, a lot of the time that could get blocked because we're in Canada. So they're going to implement that now is part of the fair use. If someone outside of a different country, like Toei, has a problem with your video, they'll just block that video in Japan. But it will stay up in the relevant countries that it does not break copyright in. 
I believe I had heard someone saying that couldn't they do something like this already, like when this came up and maybe for some other videos that when this kind of came up before in the future, oh, in the future, in the past, I'm surprised YouTube didn't do it until now, but this is, I guess, the best way to do it until, until um, Japan maybe updates their, their, uh, what do you call it? copyright law because it has no fair it has no real fair use law in it <laughs> or a good one so this is the best way yeah. you can do it it's just block it in the country and it will stay up in others it, it means that i don't think that the channel will get struck in any way there'll just be a notice saying it's blocked here and here uh the videos won't get taken down they're just not viewable <laughs> it's the best thing that could I, happen other than his channel getting taken down. I'm glad YouTube took an additional step because other than usually doing nothing. <laughs> exactly, because I was I was just about to say that. Oh, like, sorry. Let's be honest, that's that was like pretty much their status quo is doing nothing. So the fact that they did something, I'm not sure if it was because this got covered in the media as much as it did, but I I, I like to think that's part I, of the reason. I think that's part of it, and. With so many, like, with so many strikes on this one guy's channel, him being a pretty big YouTuber as well, giving lots of coverage. I'm sure this has happened on lots of other people's channels as well, yada yada. So maybe they finally decided to do something about it after so goddamn long. Like, it's sad that it has to go this far or go on for so long before this company finally does something. Not that we haven't seen this done with other companies just sitting back and going, well, everything looks fine here, looking at the dumpster fire. And then finally doing something about it when someone big enough makes a stink or it affects their back end of money. <laughs> right? We wouldn't have seen yeah. that happen with Twitch. <laughs> or Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. We, we wouldn't see that with Twitch, Chris. Of course. No, we wouldn't. Of course. Of course. Of course we win. You know, hate but raids aren't a thing. Hate raids are perfect. fine. They don't exist. God, hate fucking people are such assholes. Like I know we covered the Pokemane story mm. last week, but fuck, dude, like people are like, what is up with that? Yeah, like the I love, like I love. Like, uh, <laughs> sorry, go on. Sorry, I, I, I just yeah, you, you go ahead. People do that. Like, like how fucking screwed up a person do you have to be? to not just do hate raids like like i know there's bots versions of like even like just sending like your toxic community to like some poor innocent like female for example not not necessarily pokemon but like anyone because i i know females are proportionally being picked on on this they are why i'm bringing them up <laughs> so yeah br like bringing them and like like literally like giving them maybe ptsd is a little too strong of a term for this but quite it's possibly, close you know <laughs> it's, it's close yeah. enough it's close enough that I, I don't think i'm disrespecting anyone it's it's fucking stupid dude like people are just really fucking toxic like like it, it's it's not even just for the lulls or for the trolls it's just also like you know just yeah compassion and don't fucking be an asshole like on purpose and, and, and hurtful in such a purposeful and hateful way you know anyways yeah it's I'm sorry I have to it's awful. I have you to know like it, it's also awesome when you pick up it hasn't happened to me but i've heard about you know you go check out you know Someone like um, James Stephanie Sterling or his co-host, uh, 
and find out that they get um that they get hate rated because of them being you know gender neutral or gay or bi or anything like that right there's anything all that is just awful shit you stop it anyway that has nothing to do with what we're bitching what we're talking about right now sorry but it was a bit of a mini rant just stop being horrible to each other <laughs> pretty much i wish um, that could happen <laughs> so yeah at least toy didn't win uh yeah it's not a 100 wanted yeah it's not a 100 percent win for us but it's the best one we could get at the moment and <laughs> But, you know, like, it's weird because, you know, now because of that, I mean, he was already, he had already mentioned this, that, you know, he's going to have to reevaluate his relationship with them because he was also thinking of doing other deals with, um, was it Funimation, who does the English or the Japanese, or, sorry, the English dub of Dragon Ball because that's who he usually has deals with. I don't know if he had one directly with Toei, but I think it was normally through Funimation and that because, you know, they're outside of Japan, but now he's like, I don't know if I should do this anymore. Uh, what deal do deals with them for like one of my favorite series of all time, <laughs> like One Piece and Dragon Ball, right? Right. <laughs> so it sucks that he has to do that, but I mean, as long as it keeps uh, Grandfather Toy off his back, it's gonna say Papa Toy, but you know, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> they're definitely older than that. But anyway, uh, whatever. It's done. It's done. And we're done with that story, I think. Yeah, I think we're done. You know what else is done? Oh. Sega oh. is Sega, exiting yeah. the Japanese amusement okay. arcade business after 50 years. Holy I crap. Was hoping, I was hoping you, 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 you'd let me see the Sega. Sega. Oh, sorry. I didn't but, know you wanted to do but that. But you didn't, Chris. I didn't know you wanted to do it. I because I had a good segue. <laughs> anyway, now now as, as payment, we both have to do Sega at the same time. Ready? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I will not. But anyways, but go, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah. So COVID probably had a lot to do with this. Sega had already shut down a couple couple locations. One they apparently reopened like a block or two away from its old one, but whatever they they were apparently you know already shutting down and selling a bunch of the um a bunch of the uh, business to another one called Genda Inc like they had already sold to them like 85% so they already didn't have like shareholder stakes you know whatever they've now sold the the last like 50% to them so Genda is now going to be taking over all the Sega arcades in Japan and they'll be they will be renamed as Genda Gigo Entertainment and, hmm. and or Gigo Centers. So instead of Sega Center or whatever it was called. So yeah, they are backing out completely. I don't know if this means they're not gonna make arcade units, because that's not covered here, but they are not going to be in the arcade uh business in terms of like the uh, Sega centers that are set up around Japan. That just, sucks. Just to be clear, uh, like like I realize they're selling like the buildings to, and units to this other company, yeah. but like there's still gonna be like 
the actual Sega games in there, right? Like, I don't, it's still going to be the same. I do not know if they're making arcade cabinets still. Well, not making, but, like, they're still leaving the ones that are in there in, there in terms of, like, the games are going to be. I like, want to say yes, because there's not too so, many in terms of, uh, other than fighting games and certain arcades, I don't know how many companies are still doing arcades. And I don't know if the Sega arcades only had Sega in them. Sega machines in them. So, but I don't know for sure. I want to say that they are going to keep the machines that are in there in there. I just don't think they're going to be running the arcade uh, shops themselves. And I do not know about the future of them making new arcade units. So, that's okay. that, that's still kind of murky. But it kind of sucks. I mean, they're not going away because I wanted to go to the Sega arcades whenever, if I ever get a chance to go there, if things calm down enough to be safe to go yeah, there. Yeah, I same. I've always wanted to visit Japan with with the right friend group, so I I definitely want to visit that. At some yeah, point in my life. it would be nice. It just sucks. Like it won't be Sega. It'll not be Gendy or Gigo. Sorry. <laughs> well, it'll be Gigo, but like I'm trying to think like to the average consumer if, if all the units are the same it doesn't really make yeah. a difference yeah if, us, it, right? if, if the insides are still the same it's it'll still it may practically be the same we don't know if they're going to change anything but i don't know what is and isn't staying when they change over i am assuming at least for the time being it's going to stay what it is right now okay <laughs> i don't see i don't see that giga wanting to do a massive overhaul of all the units inside the machine uh, inside the arcade just to you know especially during pandemic right it's better to do that when things are a little bit safer and people are more feel more safer to go out right yeah you know yeah. keep it up keep it going for a bit and then slowly start transitioning i mean hell they may just get rid of arcades in general and just go to gotcha machines and train oh. games which That'd are really terrible. big in japan and <laughs> so I like, like, like I, I sound like I'm not sure how true this is. It probably is because it's Japan. Uh, but uh, I've seen people like, well, not people like, like I've seen like anime like as a joke, like, like, hey, look, like I'm sick, so I can't go to the crane machine, but I'm actually using my phone to play a crane machine on my phone, like in real life. Yeah, like, your phone is you can, controlling the. Crane I've watched, machine, uh, and then, and then the the prizes get mailed to you. Yeah, I watched uh, some VTubers have playing the crane games where they're i think in some of them now are they're actually doing some of the voice work you know for the oh you got a prize you know let's go doing voice work over that and but yeah you can they live stream you playing the arcade machine huh so you can actually win prizes i mean it's better than them going out and dying <laughs> or potentially getting yeah. sick and dying so it's the right. it's one of the few companies that have actually said, hey, we know how to upgrade this to work with the times. <laughs> I mean, it is silly to be doing it on your phone, but you can do it <laughs> as long as the stuff, I mean, your prizes get mailed to you. It's not silly. It's fucking awesome. If it's oh, okay. As I said, I, I thought you were looking have... at it as being really silly. <laughs> no. I, I miss no. Her, I miss, uh, understood you. I, I think it's awesome that you can do that uh, for multiple reasons, but yeah, just I don't see a downside. The only downside would be like I'm not sure how like probably there's someone in person there picking up the prizes and giving mailing them to you. Yeah, like yeah, they've got people there. There's also I've seen like if you are there for a long time, at least for the 
videos I've seen, people have been there for a long time, you know, trying to get a certain prize. The people who are there will like move prizes around to try and make it easier to get certain prizes. And if you've spent oh, really? a lot or have been really close, I've seen them like pick up prizes, just toss them in the hole and go, you won! <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just trying to help out people because, you know, you don't want to sit there like, let's say if you drop like, you know, a thousand yen in there, you know, maybe, you know, give them more prize because those prizes don't cost a lot, you know, yeah. or, they, or they try to work things to make them a little bit work in people's favor. Like, I've seen that happen, so... So I just actually thought of one potential downfall to this, and the only one reason I wouldn't actually like it is because kind of the same as gambling. Some people might be addicted to it, mm -hmm. and they might be spending a lot of money, and because they might not necessarily do it in person because, you know, closing hours, and you have to travel there, travel back. So that might be a, deter a, a detriment to them generally, but if they can just do it on their phone, they might get addicted to it and just keep doing it and lose their money. So I hope... That's the only downside I can see. Yeah, I actually time to think. Yeah, I do not know what kind of restrictions restrictions there are on it. I assume that there is opening and closing hours because it does seem to be a physical location. You know, I mean, it is a physical location with staff working there, right? So I don't know what the hours are, but well, excuse me. Hopefully, they do have something implemented to not allow you to just spend all your money. <laughs> but I do not know. I've never been to that. I think there's even a North American uh, company that's doing the same thing, live uh, crane game things. I've seen like an ad on, I think it was YouTube or something. Like, oh, hmm. so it's getting big enough that some other people are looking to do that. I would definitely want to at least do it once, just to say, you know, like I, I like to try most things in life at least once. So I, I would like to do some research, maybe. Hmm. I'm not going to do this next week for sure, but like, just like if it costs $2, okay. That's two dollars for me to kind of get an experience and learn about it. So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I how easy and how or versus how hard it is. Like you probably have to download a custom app, and you know, do some probably other things I can't. Think yeah, of, I don't so. know if the Japanese ones if you will play here or get self mailed to you, but there is apparently. I haven't looked into it. I think there's like a U.S. or something like that, or Western version of it coming out or is out. So okay. At least it seemed like it. It is interesting. Nice to know that some companies have worked with the time to try to upgrade or change their service to still yeah, I, still I be agree. good. I hope that um, that Sega doesn't fully get out of the arcade business, as in I want to see them keep making arcade machines. <laughs> so it'd be nice to be able to go to an arcade and play some Sega machines. <laughs> They're one of the few yeah. that are still doing it, or are known for still doing it. <laughs> I I guess time will only tell, because that's something I, again, just like you. I I was I the fuck I always wanted to do when I was in Japan was go there and yeah, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's, they uh don't don't get it too much. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they're still around when we eventually get there when we're sixty. Yes, <laughs> pretty much at this, at this rate, pretty much. I was hoping to be there by the time I was 30, and that didn't happen. Then I was like, oh, 40. Nope, that didn't happen. So maybe I could get there before I'm 50. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, All right. So what else do we have for news? <laughs> um. Well, so remember how last week I said that's probably the biggest... Like the whole Microsoft buying um, 
Activision Blizzard. I said that's probably like the biggest news story we've had since we started this podcast as well. Sony wasn't one to just take in the face and lie down. Like, I know these things are kind of, you know, months in the making. So this was not a response, but the timing is just very weird nonetheless. It just like, it makes you think that they chose this timing specifically, at least to announce it. So basically, you know, this is not as big of a deal, but Sony bought Bungie for $3.6 billion. And mm. yeah, it's strange because, you know, Bungie was the original makers of Halo up until, I'm trying to think, maybe like Halo Reach. I, I could be wrong about that. I, I think up until about Halo Reach is when Bungie was making all the Halo games for Xbox. And I think so. They, and then they they were replaced by 343 Studios for the Halo games, and Bungie just kind of became their own thing for, for Destiny and Destiny 2. And I remember they used to be, I think it was Activision, correct me if I'm wrong, they used to be partnered with Activision or owned by them, or, no, no, sorry, published, they published the Destiny games, and then they kind of bought the rights back, so they- Yeah, like they had to fight publisher. for the rights yeah. to their games back. <laughs> and now, Sony just said, no, we're just going to buy you outright. And so now Sony owns Bungie. So, yeah, uh, I feel like, as I said, I know these things are months in the making, but I feel like the timing of it is just like a response to Microsoft. It's just, I can't shake that feeling. Yeah, um, it is true. Apparently this isn't the last of the um, game companies buying up other game companies' news stories. There's apparently a lot more in that are rumored to be happening, just not... I have I didn't look at the news story, so I'll wait until it's confirmed, but there's apparently a lot of other buyouts and partnerships happening that we don't know about yet that are still in the works but it does feel like it is like a response like right right after that like you know announce this one now what in a few weeks time we're going to hear about sony or square buying another cup buying a company or another company and then we'll hear about microsoft trying to get another like that's like how long will it be before square or ubisoft is potentially bought by Microsoft or Sony. You know Sony's look at Square because they, yeah. I, I think they've looked at them in the past and said, we own you. And Square's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, because everyone thinks of Final Fantasy as being a Sony game, right? Yeah, that, That's why I'm yeah. saying that. But, like, I wonder how long before you hear one of them is bought or like uh, Ubisoft gets bought by EA or something. Right, like I'm expecting one of those big companies to get bought by one of the bigger ones, and then the the monopoly wars are like in full swing. Because right now we're in like the Cold War, <laughs> kind of of the monopoly war between like Pretty two much. or three companies. That's what it almost feels like. Oh yeah, it'll be three companies: Sony, Microsoft, and uh, not Zynga. Uh, I was gonna say. Because there was a buyout with, from Zynga and fucking uh, Rockstar as well. I was thinking of the other ones, the other Chinese company. The one that like owns like a lot of shit. Oh, Tencent, right? Tencent. Tencent? Tencent's yeah, the one I'm thinking go. of. It took, it took me a second to kind of forget what you're trying to talk about. But yeah, yeah I I, it just took me a while to remember their name because I always forget what it is. I remember some of the companies they own or have partnerships with. I just don't remember the name. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it's another big, big buyout. I wonder what the hell Sony's gonna going to do with them, because 
I don't know. Like, are they gonna have him do a Destiny three as a um, live service thing again? <laughs> are they gonna have him like reboot? Um, because see, Killing Floor that's not it. Resistance, because that game hasn't had a game in it for quite a while. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't all, see all the point. Oh, not the point. I don't know why they are bothering to buy up these companies in the first place really other than having more properties they apparently though i think they said they're going to basically be say autonomous anonymous like they're not going to be folded into sony they're just going to be a company owned by them and they're pretty much going to be left to their own devices apparently question mark but again we'll see how long that lasts because We've heard that said about certain other companies and then them get folded in eventually, right? So So there's a little webcomic that I'll share with you, Chris, later on, but the last they're talking about like everyone buying everyone else out, kinda of like what you're saying, mm. like the monopoly war. So I'll just kinda of re- kinda of read this last panel to you. The forces of Epic Valvox successfully conquered the last bastion of Sony Nintendo in New- Neo Tokyo, Japan. Meanwhile, in Africa, the Metazon group deploys its troops to hold off against a hostile takeover by Disney Center. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah it's... it's like <laughs> you know, it's like it's like all out war from like these factions are just like like uh shit, what's that transformer called? Not not Omicron. That's the that's the corona. What's his name? Oh no not Omicron oh man. Not uh you mean Galatron. It's not Galvatron. Gal- Galatron's no. his minion. Um no it's wasn't Galvatron, the the destroyer of Unicron. Planets. Unicron, thank you. I know, I knew it was something. Cron. It's like everything. They're just gonna like eat everything in their way and grow bigger and bigger, just like Unicron. It's like yep. That's where does it end for me? I mean, it's I like... was more thinking that each one is one of the, uh, uh that. Yeah, I guess you know, it, in a way, it's that, or it's uh, one of them is the planet devourer from that one uh, old CG anime. Or uh, CG uh, cartoon where they had all the planets uh, were trying to defend against the planet devourer. You had like the rock planet and the fire planets and the ice planet. God, I don't remember what it's called. And there was basically a big unicron, like giant plant that was coming through, like heading to the sun to devour it. <laughs> I wish I could remember what it was called. It was basically that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can't help you out on that one. Not sure. Yeah, but yeah, Sony buys Bungie. I wonder what the next buy-up's going to be. I wonder how much bigger yeah, or less um, it's going to be, because this is definitely smaller compared to the other one, but it is big, because <laughs> that's still big. not still not much to scoff at. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like reminds me of Microsoft buying uh, Rare. Like, they didn't know what to do with them once they got them. Yeah, that's. I wonder now, if they even have a plan for these guys, or they're just buying them to buy them. Yeah, and this is in my mind. This is like Sony's rare. Yeah, like we'll, we'll see what what they, what like, they do. To is, is Sony just buying them so that Microsoft can't? Because this happens a lot. Game company, no, um, it happens in the music industry a lot. The music industry, they will buy up talent that they have no use for, just so that other companies can't get a hold of them, and then they'll just have yeah. them put out like one or two albums, and they just throw them away. And just say, well, we own you. You can't do anything as per this contract for X amount of years. 
and then just throw them in the corner. Yeah, this happens all the time in the music industry. You think about what you've done. Yeah, basically. And like this useful talent is just left there to do car commercials and, you know, movie taglines or whatever, right? You know, things that aren't worth the talent anyway. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's one of those situations. Get it before Microsoft does. It wouldn't surprise me because, as I said, Valve, sorry, Valve, uh, <laughs> Bungie, Bungie was specifically. Yeah, that's also. Like, Xbox is like best friend when the Xbox first existed. So I thought it would be weird yeah. that Microsoft hadn't bought them. Maybe they'd just been like staving away from them until they made a good enough offer. Or I don't know. Well, too late now because that's not never going to happen at this point. Yeah, it's not. Well, <sighs> I think we're done with that. And then we have, so we unfortunately have some more Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that's the one that I just clicked on. This week. So basically, it's the same old, same old. You know, basically, they don't like unions. And even though X- Xbox hasn't acquired uh, Activision Blizzard officially yet, they're still after or they're still doing their old shitty tricks or not even tricks their old shitty attitude here you know Mm. uh so basically um activision's vp posted some anti-union in the company slack and slack is like a kind of like a messaging system for for in the office with each other kind of you can kind of like like the office version of discord um just kind of keeps employees together and you know whatever but uh, yeah, basically more union busting techniques, except it's it's more influence at this point. Chris. Oh yeah, it is. This is really, I won't say desperate because that's not what it is, but it it's a lot of the same crap that they were doing before, but now they're trying to put it, a different spin on it. Basically, everything that they're saying is like now is well, if you go to a union, it's going to take longer to do this. If you go to the union, you can't talk directly to us. You have to go through the union, so it might take months for arbitration to happen. And because of all that wasted time, we won't be able to make the same quality games that we used to. That's basically what they're saying. Is If you have a union, we won't be able to make the same award-winning game... Uh, not game-busting. Game, world-renowned games that we are known for. That is absolutely 100% not the truth. Just because you're going to the union and having them fight for your rights does not mean that you yourself are going to have to leave work for weeks or months and not do any work. You'll still be working and you'll still be doing stuff. Just things will be happening in the background, as always, when you have a union. Yeah, it's well, just going to take a little bit longer, <laughs> really. We'll, we'll post this new stories or this new story in our Discord, if you, you know for you guys who want to join just this read for like yourself. yeah because yeah, there is a lot a lot in it but a lot of it reads yeah i'm not gonna read the whole thing i'm not even yeah. gonna read the quarter of the thing like it's it's pretty long but um pretty much you know they're they're making a lot of bullshit out like whether or not you make games like successfully has nothing to do with how your workers are you know grouped up with each other because that's what a union is is pretty yeah. much so it doesn't make any sort of sense. It basically they're saying because you guys have a united front, our games are going to be worse. Like that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that's like saying that if my if where I work, if I was ununionized, that would mean I'd be working harder. No, it wouldn't. If anything, I might be working worse because I don't have a say in what's going on 
in the damn company and I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job tomorrow. So why work harder? <laughs> you know, I'm not saying with a union you'll work harder, but you have protection. Yeah. Union or not, it's not good, should not affect how hard you work. You'll just feel safer. You know, so what if I have to take like a half hour to go deal with something with the union? It, that time should be covered by other people and that time will be covered if your management knows what they're doing and knows how to flex and move people around to the proper positions they need to be to cover ships. <laughs> anyway, I'm ranting so, a bit more here. Yeah, Sorry. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good, man. But uh, yeah, in terms of whether, not, not you, Chris, but like whether anyone, like you, like you in general, agree with unions or not, that shouldn't really have anything to do with like anything else in terms of like the work. Like yeah. people should be afraid, not afraid. People should be, you know, <laughs> free to do whatever they want in terms of how they choose to present themselves. And it does, it does, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute to me. Like it's yeah, just, it doesn't. As you said, it was just them being desperate, and this is just like. They're doing whatever they can think of to kind of try and convince people. Yeah, now that they've taken, you know, that team and has been trying to split them up as much as they can throughout the company, you know, as we kind of mentioned last week. And now they're striking harder with more anti-union garbage and letters. So they're really trying to, well, I guess desperately not have this happen. I hope, yeah, I... There's not much I could say more about this other than what we've already said, <laughs> really. Just more anti-union anti BS while they're trying to split split up all the workers and ununify them. <laughs> like all the ones yeah. that are trying to get this going, they're trying to split them up so that their voices lessened across the company. Like, treat people with respect. Don't try to, like force them to do something they don't want to do that's just i don't know i just don't i don't agree with any part of this it's shitty and they're shitty for having this they just keep doing it over and over again yeah that, 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 i think that's the big thing yeah they keep doing it over and over and over <laughs> at microsoft right now you know as a matter of fact they're going to be like hiding their faces with their hands they're kind of like ashamed of yeah this because this is like unneeded attention I need a drama they were not looking to inherit. So Yeah, like even if Microsoft tries to stay as far away from them as possible, like kind of treat it as like we just bought them and that's it, they I really think Microsoft should step in and do something about it. Like it's looking worse and worse. And even if they don't unionize, there should be, you know, the ever watchful eye of Microsoft hovering above making sure that shit happens like the, yeah. the shit happens the way it should because as far as I know I've never heard of this stuff happening at a Microsoft studio or Microsoft company or a company associated bought through them associated through them I've heard you know that they've shut down you know groups and that you know overnight because they've done that before <laughs> you know Microsoft yeah like uh, throughout their Microsoft in general like there would be They'd be working on something, and then like the next week, go okay, you guys are shut down. Even though they sent mail, oh, you're, you know, you're talking about like outside the gaming space. Yeah, outside of gaming space in general. Right. So I got you now. Yeah, Microsoft as a whole. Sorry. 
But yeah, like they've done stuff like that, but I don't think that they've had issues with this specific kind of thing. You know, the whole uh, not treating employees fair rights, yada yada. Or when it has come up, they've quickly rectified it, I believe. Now, I, I may be wrong on that, but like it's, I would like to see, I was going to say Sony, I'd like to see Microsoft step in because this is getting out of hand. Like, I mean, it was already out of hand, but this is looking worse and worse for Activision Blizzard. And Microsoft will look at this and go, so the stocks are a lot lower than it was before. Thank you, guys. You know, right. like, what did we buy? We, we didn't buy, you know, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world to have you run it into the ground, you know? I, I know like, that's, that's not quite it, but that's kind of the feeling that could happen, like, in a month, going, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> they're like, you couldn't have done this before we bought all your shares? I mean, you guys, you, you guys were doing this before, but straighten the shit out, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Do, do they so, need a yeah, spanking? Like... Do, do, does this 50 or... 20, 30-year-old company need a spanking from their daddy? Their new daddy? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Microsoft is powerless to do, to do anything at the moment, so they can't. Kind of, but them. yeah. Hopefully things it's... get cleaned up. Cause, and hopefully it doesn't have to come from Microsoft. The shit should get cleaned up on its own. <laughs> I think we both know the answer to that question. It won't. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> All right. Chris, do we have any more stories for this week? or? Uh, What's the deal? I think we have... One more. Money. Crytek. Money, money, money. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, not money. Modding. Sorry. If I... I heard money. You said modded. I hear that now, but my brain heard money. I wish money. I like, yes. But, yeah. Always money. Apparently, Crytek has threatened a modder with legal action over crisis photo mode mods. <laughs> yeah, that's... So the story is that this guy does like a lot of free moddings for games and what he specializes in is the ability to add like a like an in-game photography mode like like you know with some games you hit pause and then the game pauses and you're like take a screenshot like it takes like this whole like different ui that you can zoom filters and like the, you know it's like it, it's it's fo like the photograph mode. yeah basically so show basically, off how beautiful the game is <laughs> yeah so he basically does this for a lot of pc uh games for free yep um <laughs> and yeah they they weren't sorry um have, have, i'm drawing a blank what was the company again uh for cry uh, oh, crytek, crytek yeah. yes yeah cry crytek wasn't too happy for this because apparently he had a patreon and he was putting it behind his paywall, just the mod for this. I, was he? I think so. I believe. Because uh, his Patreon. Okay. So that, they, yeah, I missed that part. They asked him to shut down his Patreon. So I yeah, thought he was making the mods. The Patreon was just there to help support him, but he's making the mods and putting them up for free for people, not behind a paywall, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. Um, I don't have the story in front of me. I wasn't actually aware we were going to cover this right now. So, again, my memory could be off a little bit. That's that's you know wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it he, says he did not make money directly from the specific mods. And no, but he did have a Patreon where like people were 
again, I think it was behind the paywall, but I could be wrong. But basically, uh, he, he got the email. He wasn't very happy. He kind of emailed them back, and then they reply back. And then more so like non uh you know template reply like the first one like you could tell like an actual human was writing this one uh basically saying yeah you know what the reason why we we decided to do this to you is because of your patreon because you're you're charging for you know you're charging people for our mod or like the mod for our game so we can't allow that so he, they they said you can either make the mod free for everyone and then it doesn't matter because it's free. There's no money exchanging hands. Or just drop it altogether. And he decided to drop it. And he he was he he, he said his initial reaction was, well, I want to punish the you know the fans because they had nothing to do with it. And then that's it. They had nothing to use. But at the same time, he doesn't want. He sees it as free advertising. The screenshots that users make using his mm. mod, he sees it as free advertising for the game and they get more views and hits and money that way. So he doesn't want to do Crytek any favors. So he said for all the Crytek mods, including the foot and the one that he just did, um, he's just going to completely like kill them off because he doesn't want to have any support from yeah. the company. So he removed these mods from being listed on his Patreon page. And I don't think he'll be supporting like doing updates to those mods or he removed them from wherever they were uploaded. But I don't believe they were paywalled away. I could be wrong on that. I did not check out his Patreon personally. So, okay. but either sure. way, he has at least removed them specifically from his uh, Patreon. So they're not listed there. I'm not sure how Patreon works exactly, but I thought it's either like there's a paywall or there's not. Well, if, uh, like Team Four Star, they say that you could help pay us we can make content which is all available for free on youtube we do not pay well that stuff there might be some things that is like you know some hangouts and stuff like that but all of their stuff is for free and a lot of modern like people who mod things do that it's just hey you want to throw me some money to help uh not to help make it worth doing this but just to throw me a little bit of support so i could you know continue doing this in my spare time but yep. most people don't pay you all that stuff. It's like the stuff will be for free no matter what, right? So I believe that is what he was doing, but I could be wrong. Sorry, I don't know for sure. I've never looked at – I don't really do these types of mods myself. I usually do, like, enhanced graphic mods to make things look prettier. <laughs> so <laughs> myself. Or, you know, complete overhauls. Like the uh, Final Fantasy – what's it called? Final Fantasy Seven mod I was playing. Yeah, I'm I'm also a little sad I I don't see you playing that anymore. I will have to restart it since I've I've removed a lot of games and that cleaned up bits some of my hard drives and that have been reinstalling a bunch of stuff and I think I lost that game in the file so I'd have to restart again. So, if I do that, but I was playing the uh, New Threat 2.0 mod. It is a good mod. I like it. Although I don't like it when you know the audio bugs out. I don't like it when audio disappears or when textures <laughs> don't work. <laughs> I think that like, it, is, like it still needs a lot of work. It's a heavy, heavy mod with lots of parts to it. So mm -hmm. having even the wrong text, a texture set up on one thing, like a mini game, like you know the motorcycle mini game. If the wrong yep. texture is set up on there, it could just break parts of the game. <laughs> so yeah, 
It's a uh, it's a big heavy mod. Uh, you know what is a cool mod though? Before we take off, there's a fan mod of RE one being made in the kind of RE four kind of style, like over the shoulder, third person over the shoulder. It looks fucking amazing. I was gonna say they remade one already. They're doing a remake again. No, the fan made remake. Yeah, it looks okay. good. I posted it in my uh, little Discord. If you want to post it in yours later, you can. But I posted like a three minute video of someone of what he's done so far. It looks okay. really good. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I kind of want to play it when it's finished. Well, I think that's all the news we covered this week, and we're actually. Yeah, I think I, that's yeah, it. This podcast has gone a little longer than you than expected, but yeah, I think I think we're good to wrap things up. Yeah, I think we are. Uh, I guess you can catch me on on Twitter under C S C H A B A N G if you want to follow me for updates and like just things I like or post. Uh, uh, I guess my toys and stuff. I haven't done that in a while, but that's usually what I'll do, or I'll like fan art and uh other things I like, but yeah, it's mostly that or updates of when I'm going live and such. Um, I usually stream on Twitch like two or three days a week uh, under Prince underscore Kaboom. The times are usually late at night for us in the Western or us here in like Canada and North America, but it's fine. And I'm slowly uploading some stuff onto my YouTube or kind of like archive and if it can ever get stuff edited on Mr. Prince Kaboom on YouTube. And I think that's pretty much it. I might be doing my last Leon playthrough tonight. I don't know if I'm going to get through it all or if I will stream, but we'll see what happens. And nice. you, where can they so find you? On me on Twitter, Zorb underscore Zex. Uh, Twitch, the same thing. Th on Twitch right now, I, um, I'd, well, I, you know, I'd love to have you guys there. Uh, uh, I also have a Discord for myself on there as well. But right now we're playing, we're get, trying to get 100% completion in the Steel Soul mode of Hollow Knight. I'm 80% done. One more stream should finish it off. It's it's basically a mode. It's not a it's self-imposed mode. It's basically you die, the game automatically deletes your save file. So yeah, yes. we're we're almost we're almost done that to 100%. Um, uh, then I plan on playing a couple of scary games um, after that. One is, um, what's it called? Poppy, I'll have to check my desktop here. Poppy Playtime. Um, it's it's kind of one of those indie horror games, kind of like, uh, think, you can think Finance of Freddy's, but basically you're you're wandering around like a huge factory. I, I purposely have been trying to avoid spoilers, but yeah, mm. um, I, I saw it on Mandy's stream and she said this is, you know, would be a game that I would really enjoy. And yeah, from what I saw on on her stream when she streamed that it was really good. So I want to do the same. Also I'll be playing through the medium, which is I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. It's it's actually on Game Pass, but it's it's that game where like you're you're playing as a girl and you exist in both like a light and a dark version of the world at the same time. And like this the screen is split down the middle and you kinda of, kinda of see like both versions of you. It's kinda of like identical. Think like light world dark world in Legend of Zelda. Mm. Except like you're in both worlds at the same time, but you have to like interact. You you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's yeah. it's it's a really weird concept and I'm really looking forward to playing it. I again I've been kind of avoiding the game remaining in the dark on purpose. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that as well. Um 
and then yeah um as i said at the start of the stream i've been upgrading my stream i'm gonna be pushing myself and putting a real effort into uh doing more streams and putting more work into the stream itself so yeah i'd love to see you guys on there and yeah i i am very uh chatty so you can feel fry yeah can't talk can feel free to drop by and yeah we can have a chat but that's about it for me chris i think that's it about or wow i think that's it for you as well yep okay yeah so thank I think you so. so much guys yeah thank you so much for uh watching slash sharing this guys we appreciate it we have our own discord as well for the podcast so you can check that out if you're interested anything yeah. else chris no i think that's it our links to that will also be in the descriptions for the podcast and such so hopefully nothing's wrong you should all be working fine but yeah that's it that's all i guess uh till next time take care everyone yep. take care zorks see you guys next week see you chris and peace <laughs> out guys all right bye